Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. I want to talk today about getting your money up. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, get your money up. (laughs) I thought this was just for Labor Day, but it feels like it might be all month. I don't know. Finances, money is a major challenge in the body of Christ because in the world, period, because Father, your word is already blessed. Let it fall on good ground in Jesus' name. Amen. Finances. The Bible says where your heart is, your treasure is also. Where your treasure is, your heart is also. Your heart is who you really are at the core and in your soul. Whatever you, wherever your money is, whatever your finances is, whatever you buy, that's valuable to you. It is valuable. Whether it's a pair of shoes or whether you invest your money, it's valuable. You're not going to put your money anywhere your soul is not invested first. So when you see people spending money on certain things, it makes you scratch your head like that's where your soul is invested. That's the most valuable thing you can invest in yourself is a, is a new unit for your hair. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying it, but I'm saying when, when life's goal is like that's all I want to do. Though there are some questions we need to ask. There's some soul searching we need to ask because the Bible says, I would that you, I would above all things. That you would prosper and be in health. Uh, but that follows soul prosperity. This is the whole message, y'all. I'm just going to start over when I start the service. Yeah, you, your prosperity follows your soul prospering, prospering first. So you wonder why you don't, uh, you don't see the manifestation of prosperity in your lives? It's because you have capped off in your soul prosperity. Let me not get y'all like that because I'm not against you. I'm for you. But I want, that's the end of the sermon, and I, I did it quick because I don't know how much time I have because I feel like stepping and not preaching for some strange reason. <laughs> Money is a huge issue. We got to talk about it in church. Everybody normally not live, and I thank God for live, but people get tight during offering time because of the mismanagement of some leaders uh, with your finances. Taking advantage. They got a Bentley and a helicopter, and the church is, seats 50 people. No missions, no ministries, no giving to the poor, no healing the sick. So many leaders have mismanaged their authority and their positions. But please do not shortchange yourself. You honor God through your giving, not people. Okay, y'all, you, you, you honor God. When you give your offering and tithe, that's, uh, that's how you honor God, not just the church or people when you give to people you reap from people when you give to God never mind they don't want to hear this that's why I didn't want to talk about money but man we gotta talk about it how many of y'all want more money okay if you wanted more you will have more if you knew how to get it Uh, why don't you have more money 
Uh, it must be something. Okay, let's get into it. The Bible says, here's the reason why money is, is such a huge thing that you have to talk about. No man, King James says, can serve two masters. Man, I should have preached joys coming in the morning. I should have preached joys coming in the morning. He will hate one master and love the other. I'm going to take a side street and I'm going to come back. Even hate has its place. Okay, they ain't want to hear that, okay? Or he will follow one master and refuse to follow the other. So you, uh oh, so you cannot read it with me, church. So you cannot serve God and money at the same time. The problem is we try to. You cannot serve God and money at the same time. One will suffer. If you're in Christ and you serve money, you have just reaped holes in your pocket. It's impossible to be a Christian and serve money. It'll never work for you. I said it Wednesday, I'm going to say it again. Once you get saved, God messes up your whole life. It's over. You saved now, you chosen, you're marked. Things that worked last month when you wasn't saved ain't gonna work this month. Quiet over here. You can keep sinning for about three to six good months, but it ain't gonna feel the same in that seventh month. Cause you saved. He done messed up your ratchet and gave you righteous. Y'all missed it. Woo. He messed it up, I'm saved. It don't even feel the same even if I do the same sin. So even if I still try to hustle and make money, it ain't going to work. Because I'm saved and I have to do it his way for it to work. I got to do it God's way for it to work for me because I'm his. Oh. Tell your neighbor, it won't work any other way. Because you're saved. If you wasn't saved, you can hustle, you can stay up all night, team no sleep, and do like everybody else, and make money like everybody else. For you, it is not how many of y'all stayed up late, and you still ain't increasing your money. Okay. Longer hours does not equal increase. Longer hours does not equal long-term increase. It's a little bonus, a little bump. I'm not saying it's wrong, but that's not the, here we go, here we go. You can't serve God and money at the same time. Tell your neighbor, either or. Yeah, you can't. That's why the love of money is the root of all evil, because it's a master. Money is a master. Did you know that? You did? Oh, you just read it? You didn't know that. Yes, she did. How you doing? <laughs> you sticking up for her. Yes, she did. She knew it. Alice, be quick. Money is a master, so we got to talk about this because God is like, yo, I'm the master. Every day you wake up thinking about a dollar, whoa. Your bank account did not give you breath. Okay. Your bank account didn't give you strength to make more money. Your bank account didn't give you power to get wealth. I did. So I can't have you waking up every day running to serve another God. Woo! 
I got to the end too quick. This is the scripture I read when I was trying to study something else. And I'm moving this quickly because we had a presentation. Oh, but I got a lot to share too. Labor not to be rich. That's it. That's all I saw. I was like, scratch, scratch, scratch. What? Labor not to be rich. On Labor Day, all my laborers in here who work, don't work to get rich. Oh, this is going to be crazy. That's counterculture already. Like, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Labor not to be rich. Cease from your own wisdom. Stop doing what you think works. Stop. You're going to set your eyes upon something that's not. For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away. It's here today, gone tomorrow. How many of y'all remember your last Christmas bonus? Whatever bonus you got. You work longer hours, you got more money that week. How many of y'all remember your last little bump? Y'all need another job. Y'all like, huh. Y'all ain't get no bonuses? <laughs> I got to get four stars for a bonus. I only got two and a half. What happened was I got six, so I, I need four stars for a bonus. Where's that increase at now? That last big check you got, where is it? It took, it's like almost like it took wings and it flew away. God doesn't want you working for empty things. He doesn't want you working for something that's going to fly away once you get it. Because it doesn't stay with you. Okay, but if your soul prospers, money will come and fly, but you'll be good. Never mind, I'll, I'll rush to the end again. It says, don't, do not weary yourself with the overwhelming desire to gain wealth. Cease. Stop. You think you get it, but you don't. Cease from your own understanding of money. Of the lambs. Silence of the lambs. But I know y'all listening. Because it hit me like that too. Like, Ugh! Don't weary yourselves. You're wearing yourselves out. Working to be rich. Because that's how you think riches come. I'm going to get a promotion. I'm telling you, when this promotion comes, then I'm going to be fed. <laughs> Labor not to be rich. Cease from your own understanding of money. Don't wait. We wearing ourselves out. How long you been on that job? How long you thought this was it? This, this, this time? How long? My wife, my pastor, my prophet told me this week, maybe this morning, I forgot when. She always preaches to me and I just share. College. It's not even set up. Never mind. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Set, College is not set up for the lenders. It's set up for the borrowers. College will set you up to get a government job, not to start your own career. Whoa. So the whole system, go to school, go to high school, go to college and work for me. While you pay off college... 
that's not set up for prosperity. It's not set up for the lender and not the borrower. It's not set up for, for the head and not the tail. At some point, we got to step out of the system in our mind and say, Lord, what will you have me to do? You created, I feel God, you created me with purpose. I need to align myself with your will for my life because I'm going to wear myself out at this job. Tell your neighbor, I ain't wearing myself out. I'm not doing it. The system is not set up for prosperity. Tell your neighbor, stay woke. Literally and figuratively. The system is not designed for you to prosper. It's designed for you to have just enough to keep needing it. But live, we coming out of that system. Woo. Y'all miss what I just said. I know I didn't tell y'all the, the, the vision for live. We're coming out of that system in the name of Jesus. We are in the world, but we're not of it. God has given us supernatural plans, supernatural blueprints. Never mind. The Bible says without a job, people perish. I'm sorry. Where there is no job, the people perish. Where there is no vision. Whoa! What is your vision? Your vision is your avenue of prosperity. Y'all miss what I just said. Your vision is your avenue of prosperity. Where do you see yourself? What did God show you you are? Your vision is your avenue. I'm not saying quit tomorrow and start your own business. Here's my card. Don't do that. But don't be so locked into the world system thinking that's what it takes. That's what it takes. That, and you're at their disposal. And they'll keep you at bay because they love to be needed. Why would I set you up for your own if I want your money? I'm talking to leaders in here. I'm sorry. I said, I'm talking to leaders in here. The blessings of the Lord. Uh-huh. Next scripture. The blessings of the Lord. It, oh God. It maketh potent, powerful, rich. You ever had some chocolate cake and it's just rich? That thing is good. Somebody made that thing right. <laughs> rich doesn't just mean financially. It means potent. It means you taste different. Your conversation is different. Your presence is rich. Y'all quiet. You ready to walk in a room and somebody be like, ooh. Not because of what you have on or your makeup, but because who you are is a rich. Good God Almighty. Tell your neighbor, I'm rich. Stop Ooh, stop placing value in my bank account. It ain't enough zeros to place value on. It ain't enough zeros to place enough value of who I am. Because greater is he that's in me. Oh, never mind. The blessing of the Lord maketh. ETH means what? Continually. It maketh rich. One blessing will keep. Good God of God. The blessing maketh. I'm not going to break everything down. Let me go. Here's my part. And he added how much sorrow? 
Okay? So, climb the corporate ladder the world's way, I guarantee there will be some sorrow. Because ain't nobody about to give you no money and not have expectations. There's always a string attached to world riches, and it's called sorrow. It's always sorrow added to, work, to the world's come up. But God says the blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. Some of us work too hard. <laughs> That's true, and I was going to tell my boss that, but we got off tomorrow, so I'm going to wait till Tuesday. No. I'm not saying don't be excellent. I believe in, I was telling Tim, Minister Tim, I believe in integrity and excellence. Integrity, do what you say you're going to do. Okay, it's quiet over here. Let me say integrity. I do what I say I'm going to do. If we make an agreement, integrity says I got to do my, I don't, if we say I'm going to be here at 8 o'clock, I'm going to be here at 8 whether you're here or not because I have integrity. It got quiet. You, you know, you don't be like, well, they ain't going to start to about 8.15 anyway. That's not integrity. Why agree to a time that you don't intend to keep? See? And that's a character thing that might be stifling your come up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Integrity. Do what you say. Live. I need us to be a people of integrity. We do what we say. Integrity and excellence, we do it well. <laughs> I said I was going to clean it, I'm cleaning it, but you ain't cleaning it well. So you can't just have integrity without excellence. Excellence means I do it well. Integrity means I do what I say. I don't want you to just have integrity and not excellence because I'll come to a room that I'm hoping to be clean. And because you ain't feel like doing it up, I almost wish you didn't have integrity. I almost wish you didn't do it. The room is cleaner, dirtier. No toil. You don't have to work that hard. And God is a businessman. My wife, prophet and pastor told me this again. She said, God, God says we are the lender and not the borrower. Amen? Somebody say amen. amen. I'm going to let y'all go. I got like 10 minutes. Y'all got me? Ooh, 20 minutes. Thank you. Go back to 10. We're the lender and not the borrower. Ooh, ooh, wait, wait. My wife told me that's not giver. Lender me, oh, you're going you to get that back. Yeah. God created us to be the lender. He's a businessman. You're going to get a return on that. Whether it's interest or not is on you. But God intended for you to be the one that's able to lend. That means you're supposed... Y'all missing it. Some people you give to without any expectation. But God made you to be the lender. <laughs> Look at your name and say, I'm a lender. I'm a lender. I let you hold something, but you got to give it back. I love you. I got you. But we're going to get it back to me. And don't be mad at me if you have a bank, because they do the exact. But they actually, but you got to borrow your own money. That's never mind. That's a whole different. 
I don't want to get upset about that. But God is a businessman. Businessman. Uh, okay, you can go to the next scripture. I don't really want to go here right now, but I'm just going to go through these scriptures. Even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. Most of us, if I say, you want more money? Yeah! You're thinking about how big your closet going to be. How many shoes you're going to have. How many fleets of cars you're going to have. And how many garages you're going to need. Most of us think of what we are pleasures. Which is why we have exactly what we have in our account today. Because that's all you need. Your vision needs more. Because your vision should always include serving others. Selfish people don't get a, oh, oh God. Selfish people do not get financial increase from God. Because God will never just benefit you to, uh, to, 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 to uh, perpetuate arrogance. If you serve people, if you got a heart to give to people, if you're just that type of person, increase come. I was doing an album called Greater Than a little while ago, right? greater than I wanted to cross over I wanted to get to some more other ethnicities ears I didn't want just the black church to hear it I wanted the white church to hear it the Asian church to hear it the Hispanic church to hear it I wanted to expand a little bit someone from the other side not the other side like we had odds but someone who has more exposure in those venues said hey Ty the way to get people on board with your music is it can't just be about your music if you attach a cause to it I'm giving y'all tips. Attach a cause to it. Money, support will come to the cause. We like Tom's now. Tom's was the not so good looking shoe. It just looked like rags. It just looked like harder socks. I don't know how to say it. Sandbag socks. I don't know how to say it. But it went crazy because of the cause. Every time you bought, it went to another child or person who did not have. They sent another pair of shoes to a child who did not have shoes, who was less fortunate. Everybody was like, that's a good idea. Let's go buy Tom's. Tom's is a multi-million dollar business now because they didn't just want to look cute themselves. They want to help somebody else. And money, resources, influence, and attention came to the cause because you're not that interesting. You cute, you can do hair. You can do hair, it's nice. But it has to be, mean more than you to get more increase. If you only want what will give you pleasure, enjoy what you have now. God, the world might respond to that. God is not gonna respond to selfish intent because he knows what it does to us. I wish I could go into that, but I'm just, y'all ready? Can we keep it moving? says wisdom King James says wisdom is a defense and money is a defense King James wisdom is a defense if you're getting attacked 
You're being betrayed and your friends are. Let wisdom defend you. Money is also a defense, the Bible says. It says wisdom is like money. They both help a person, but wisdom is better than money because it can save a person's life. Ooh, I need to clap on that. I didn't even know y'all got sense. I just need to hear. I just want to know y'all got sense. Yeah, yeah. Money is good, but it can't save your life. Ooh, I know a lot of jerks with a lot of money. I know a lot of people who people do not like or they don't have favor, but they think their money is everything. But no, 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 no. When you have wisdom, you can spare your own life. So wisdom is greater than money. So seek to get wisdom first. And the Bible says he gives you power or wisdom to get wealth. We got the order wrong. We seek the wealth and we're foolish. We don't seek the wisdom and he gives us the blueprint on how to get wealth. God is our source. Well, he's my source. I don't know who, who your source is. <laughs> Animal kingdom is my source. I don't know what your source is. God is our source. So everything else is a resource. Money is a resource, but God is our source. If God is your source, he's who you seek. Never mind. Let me get into this. I'm, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm rushing it. Money isn't, Mark Murdoch said this. I got 19. Money isn't a mystery. You get paid according, you get paid according, proportionate to the level of problems you solve. I'm not really a teacher, I'm a preacher, but when it, when it gets to teach mode and y'all listening, I'm like, somebody say amen. Thank you. Because I'm insecure in the teaching realm, I'm kind of cool in the preaching when everybody's loud. You get pay- it's easy to get money. You get paid a- proportionate to the problems you solve. If you solve a rich person's problem, they will pay you well. I don't feel like taking my kids to school. I'll take them. $1,000 a week. You like an Uber like. <laughs> Every day. Because you're solving somebody's problem. <clears throat> money don't come to people who want it. Money comes to problem solvers. You got to figure out what gift you have, the gift. What problem does my gift solve? Y'all. What, what problem does my gift solve? That's my vein of prosperity. It's easy to be wealthy when I'm solving problems in the vein of my gift. I'm just doing what I love, but I'm solving, it. I'm solving all these problems, and you're getting money for it. I bring joy to people's lives. I like ministering. I like singing and all that stuff. That's good. That's all. I love doing that. But you helping my son. You, I bring him to your concerts. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. People pay to see me. Y'all didn't. But people pay to see me. <laughs> I'm going to start charging every third Sunday. People pay to see me. Because I'm solving a problem. I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging. I'm giving joy. I'm doing something that they need that they can't do for themselves. You're getting married next week, but you can't sing. So you call Tim. Tim, can you sing at my wedding? Cam, can you sing at my wedding? Can y'all, can y'all sing? Because I, first of all, I'm getting married, so I'm not singing. But most couples, they can't sing, so they hire. I can't play. I need a musician to play at my event. You get paid because you solve a problem. This is just music. Forgive me for not going corporate. I never had a corporate thing unless it's production and entertainment. 
We can talk about movies and shows if you want. But what problem does your gift solve? Man, meditate on that this week, unless you know it right now. And start forging a plan from that space. That's going to be your lane of prosperity. That's going to be one stream. And if you have several gifts, money, 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 money. Multiple streams of income. If you solve multiple problems, you can be gifted but not needed. Where is my gift needed? Because that's the area of my prosperity. And God wants it to be your gift and something you're connected to so you won't just do it as a hireling. I want it to be something you're passionate about. Some people are passionate about serving the elderly. People are passionate about kids and nursery. I will lose my mind 3.5 seconds into the nursery. I just see a nose running and I'm leaving. I think the whole place is infested. I'm leaving. That's why I don't do kids. I don't do kids. People got the grace for that though. There's certain people that got, oh, bring them to me. Man. Oh, look at that little snout. In there. Do they have an allergy? Are they sick? Do they have a sickness? I'm like, what? But that's your passion. And God would have it so that you'll be paid for your passion so you'll never use people. So you'll never take advantage of them and just do that to get their money. No, I actually care about your child. I actually care about your elderly. I actually, y'all quiet for some reason and I wish Liv was here to make some noise. I'm not dropping my kid out at a nursery if I don't feel like you care about my kid. Or my elderly. I'm not going to do that if I don't feel like you have a personal connection with the issue. Let me get y'all out of here. All right, the scripture says, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Everybody say, the seed is the word. Okay, so those by the wayside are they that hear, then cometh the devil, then cometh the devil, and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should be saved. Every time you hear a word, you're a target for the devil. Do you see that? It says, are they that hear? Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then, after you hear, you are now a target for hell. I got to get that word before they actually experience it. Today, you understand it. If you keep it, you will experience it. So the enemy tries to rob the word from your heart before you experience it. Because the devil, I feel the Holy Ghost, he doesn't even want you to get a taste of God's goodness. Because the Bible says, oh, taste and see. Because once you get a taste, you're spoiled. Everything else tastes, oh God. Everything else is diluted. Everything else is impotent. Once you really experience God's blessings by obeying his word, you can't wait for the next word to obey. So the enemy comes. If you don't want to be attacked by the enemy, stop hearing the word. You're a target for the enemy after the word. Know that. Know that. That's fundamental. Every time I try to get better, yeah, that's a law. It's going to happen. So don't be scared. Be prepared. This week, the enemy is going to attack your finances. Expect some type of turbulence in the area of your finances. 
Unexpected something you got to pay or something, something. Expect it. But don't be irritated by it. Prepare for it. God, give me wisdom on how to manage what I have. Some of us don't need more. We need wisdom on how to handle what we have. I could look at y'all right now. Look at all that money on you. Look, you got something on your wrist. You got something on your hand. Your, your bottoms is red. Your eyebrows is hard. Look at all that money on you. And you crying that you ain't got enough money? Yes, you do. It's all over you. You got 17 earrings. You got, it's all over your nails. It's got the stiletto nails. You got, yeah. You got money. Your hair dyed 17 different colors. You got ombre and ombre. You got money. None of y'all look bad in here, so your money's going somewhere. I'm about to see. Tell your neighbor, oh, you got money. You got money. You just rather have it on you. But he that received the seed on stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and with joy received it, yet he, all right, no, I ain't going to go there. Where am I going? Okay, let's go right here. He that received the seed among the thorns, here we go, is he that heareth the word, and the cares of this life, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. So you hear the word, I'm going, I'm moving fast. You hear the word, you receive it with joy. I understood it, I can't wait to apply it. Yes! <coughs> Whew, that was Sunday, so Wednesday, you're like, okay, I love the word, I got it. I got it. <coughs> what suffocates the word. What is that choking the life out of what you just was excited about? What can possibly choke to the point of unfruitfulness the word you just was so joyfully receiving? Cares of life. Ooh, we all have cares of life. Don't let it choke the word, though. Tomorrow has its own troubles. That's the Bible. You're going to have tr- many, many are the afflictions of the sinners. I'm sorry. Oh, many are the afflictions of the righteous. You're going to have that, but don't let it choke the word. We think the word only works if we don't have problems. On contraire, mon frere, it works when you do have problems. Deceitfulness of riches. It begins... I heard Bishop Jake say, the deceitfulness of riches begins not with people who have it, but with people who don't. I'm turning right here, and I'm, 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 this is my first close. I have three visitors, three closes. This is my first. The deceitfulness of riches, the deception starts not when you get riches. It starts before that. Because why, why would riches seduce who it already has? So the deceitfulness of riches starts when you don't have it. It's the deceitfulness that says that your joy and happiness is connected to stuff. That's a deceitfulness of riches. I'm sad now, but if I just had another car to get to work, I would be happy. Deceitfulness of riches. That I would be happy if I had more, if I had this, if I had a husband, if I had a... Everything external will give me joy. That's the deceitfulness. Ooh. And I know it's deceitful because I, I know people who are rich, who have money. I got a couple of pennies. I, I thought that my pennies would make me joyful. Now, 
much more responsibility. Irresponsible, irresponsible people will never prosper because to whom much is given, you have as much as you can handle. I was talking to a friend of mine years ago who was about to transition into being a Muslim from Christian. I'm like, all right, well, well, bro, he was talking about all this stuff. He said, and plus, you know you can have multiple wives. <laughs> like I'm saying, like I'm saying. I was like, okay. <laughs> but something to the effect that if you can afford it, if you can be respond, up, up, up to whatever you can afford type thing. Like don't just be having all these women laying up with you and you, they not eating. Yeah, so if you can afford to have that many wives, then you're allowed. Something like that. Forgive me if I don't know, and I'm not professing to know Muslim, but even in that, it's like, yo, you're not just going to have that type of luxury without responsibility. So maybe you need to have only one wife, bro. Because <laughs> you can't. Women cost money. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. We want the luxuries of a Porsche, but you ain't got gas money for a Porsche. Okay. You, you, never mind. They don't even let you get an apartment unless you make four times in a week. Whatever it costs a month, you have to make that a week. If it's $1,100 for the rent, you got to make $1,100 a week. You got to more than be able to handle it. That's what God is saying. So everything you think, the riches and all that deceitfulness, you got to be ready to handle it. Can you handle the attention? Can you handle the temptation? New levels, new devils. Can you handle it? It's quiet. Let me, let me, let me, get, you, let me get you out. With the deception is things will make you important. Things will make you valuable, but that's not the case. Let me keep it moving, please. Thank you. Do not envy. It says, fret not thyselves. Do not envy sinners, but always continue to fear the Lord. You will be rewarded for this. Your hope will not be disappointed. Go to the next one, please. Don't worry because of evildoers. Here it is. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be envious of the workers of iniquities. Look, for they shall soon be cut down like grass. So all these people that look successful, hold on, first of all, my wife preached this to me. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. We was talking about, I'm closing in the next 15 minutes. I feel y'all getting tired. Are y'all tired or are y'all listening? All right. It's me. I got, I got all this OCAHGTV. That's me. <laughs> talking to my wife, we was talking about the propensity of people and things and da-da-da-da-da. I said, so are you a sinner? If you murder somebody, because if I walk in and somebody was raping somebody I love, and I take a knife and stab them in the shoulder, and they die, am I going to hell? Is that a sin? So we just go on having these conversations, these kind of crazy conversations. I said, all right, babe, so what if you, what if you were in a predicament, and you da-da-da-da-da, and you had to stab somebody, and they died? What, what guy, is you, are you a murderer, or was that self-defense? She's like, well, self-defense. I said, no, if somebody was raping somebody else, and you came in on their back, and they, that ain't self-defense. She said... Well, hold on. Hold up. First of all, 
I ain't going to be in that predicament ever. She said, I'm a child of God. Some things you don't, you don't experience. Y'all quiet. There are certain things you will never go through because you're a child of God and you walk in wisdom. It's quiet now. So, so this scripture says, fret not thyself because of evildoers. It's basically saying, don't be scared because evil exists. It don't mean it's ever going to happen to you. Woo! Yeah, people breaking people's houses, but your house. Tell your neighbor, we're going to be all right. Yeah, people take advantage of little children, but your children. Tell your neighbor, we're going to be all right. Yeah, people manipulate and steal from you, but your bank account. Tell your neighbor, we're going to be all right. I'm a believer. Certain things I'm exempt from. So don't worry because of evildoers. Yes, it's evil out there, but that's the point. It's out there. But look at the end of it. Don't be envious of people who do wrong. They, they, they work on the trap and they got more money than me. How is it that, yeah, we got all that. How is it that people who are wicked make more than us? And that, that's been the talk for a long time, but I don't even think that's the case now because a lot of pe- kingdom people are coming up. We got just as much wealth as anybody else. We're walking in the favor of God. We're walking in the, y'all, y'all patty caking that. I said, we got just as much wealth as anybody who don't have God in their life. He takes care of us. All of our needs are supply. I'm prosperous. Somebody say amen. amen. Okay. Mm, nope. Mm, nope. I want to get to a certain point. Okay, here we go. Go to the 11th slide as I close the second time. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous. Look at that, man. Your way, whatever way you're on, you make it prosperous. By meditating on the word. Here it is. It says, uh, 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 that thou mayest observe to do. The reason why you're reading or observing the word, because your intent is to perform it. When you read the word or come to church, if, if you're observing to do, you make your way prosperous. If you're observing just to learn and hear, I don't know about your way. It's not just learning, it's applying. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm here to do. Tell somebody else, I'm here to do. I don't just want to learn. I'm observing to do everything that is written. Then, after I do it, I'll make my way prosperous and thou shalt have, somebody say, good success. So good success implies that there is a bad success. God's way brings good success. Let me end this. Scripture says here, to whom much is given, much is required. How do I get my money up? The Lord told me this. He he, he was telling me something, and I want to explain it to you guys. The next scripture, well, you don't have to put it up there, but yeah, okay. To whom much is given, much is required. He was talking about the servant. The master left a servant in charge of the house. He says, if I come back and you're doing all that I told you to do, Blessed are ye. But if, I, if, you, if you're just sitting up there, beating all my servants, eating up all my food, just sitting on my couch, the master will come back at an hour you know not and find you slipping. You will be 
You will have many lashes, the Bible says. You'll be punished with many lashes. But the other one who did the same things but didn't know, it says, but he that knew not and did commit the things worthy of stripes, he shall be beaten with few stripes. So the one that knows better gets more stripes. The one that doesn't gets few stripes because to whom much is given... If I give you increase, you have a greater responsibility of doing things my way. This is, to, this is godly increase. Again, you can, not, you can not listen to any of this and, and go out and do your thing. But godly increase, you have a greater responsibility to doing things his way. He was given much responsibility or instructions. So if you know better, why aren't you doing better? That's why we got to give ourselves to him first. Go, go, go to the... Uh, 14th, 14th one, excuse me y'all, I'm scrambled a little bit. I want you to understand this, dear brothers, God did this to the people. He says, they gave, they gave. The people were poor, but they were rich in generosity, and they gave much more than we expected. Look at the yellow. For their first action was to give themselves to who? To the Lord. Here we go, y'all. Mm, 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 mm. God told me. He said, I got you. To the degree that you have me. Here we go. I'm going to break it down. I've got, right got it in my literal book. So y'all about to get the, the raw script. Okay? This is what he told me. If, if you haven't given yourselves to God, we limit what he gives us. Are y'all hearing this? We're talking about getting your money up. If you haven't given yourselves to God, we put a cap or limit on what he gives us because God says look he says I'm not gonna give you an abundance of another master just let it sink in for a second I'm not gonna give you an abundance of money which is another master to the degree that I tempt you with evil your level of surrender to me will determine my level of release of things to you. Your level of surrender to me will determine my level of release to you. Your level of surrender to me will determine my level of release to you. If, if we're locked in at five, I'll give you three. If we're locked in at 12, I'll give you nine. If we're locked in at 500, I'll give you 270. If, if we're locked in, I'll increase you. But I'm not going to increase you to the level of I'll create another master against me. Okay. Why would God bless you with his own enemy? <laughs> I ain't going to read no more. I'm just going to flow. God said, why would I bless you with an abundance of an enemy of mine? Yeah. Ask that question. So when you're locked in, when, you, when, you, when you're, if God blesses you and it becomes a temptation to you, then something wasn't right. So God is not, see, God knows the secret place. Remember we talked about the secret place? I can't, I'm going to make that a whole sermon. The secret place, the place that nobody sees. Yeah, the place where you weigh intent. The secret place in your heart, the place that nobody knows about. And we think secret is always dark and nasty and lustful. No, it just means ignorant. It means nobody knows. Nobody knows I almost slapped you in the face when I shook your hand. You good? Good to see you today. 
But God honored your choice of shaking instead of slapping because he's in the secret place. <laughs> Y'all missed it. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So everybody doesn't know your options. Ooh, I thought it would get a little louder. Everybody doesn't know what you battle with. Everybody don't know what you wrestle with. They just see the results. Look at your neighbor and say, thank God for the results. You better be glad I'm saved because you don't know what I was considering. I'm saved, but I got other considerations. Here it is. So I will not bless you. I'm done. I'm not, but I'm going to stop. No, seriously. Seriously. I'm not going to bless you to the point where I tempt you. I tempt no man with evil. Well, no, God ain't going to tempt me. Give me $2 million. He ain't going to tempt me. He knows you. Yes, it is. Some of y'all will leave your spouse in a second. <laughs> yeah, y'all looking at me like people kill their spouses for money. Okay, so what makes you think they won't leave them if they got it? So God is like, to keep the peace, I'm going to give you $20 instead of $20 million. Just to keep the peace in your house. Just so y'all stay together, keep that 500 instead of $5 million. Yeah, until you get the integrity that I don't care what goes on, rich or poor, I'm staying with you. Then you get the $20 million. Because it's a heart, y'all missing it, it's a heart issue. It's not a talent issue. It's not a gift issue. It's not a thought issue. It's a heart issue. God rewards hearts. He's a rewarder, I feel it, of them that diligently seek him. That's why he's trying to get you prosperous. He says, seek ye first. How? The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. It'll be added. My wife and I looked up one day, literally, not literally looked up, but we came to ourselves like, whoa, this account is looking kind of nice. We ain't never had this much money. Thank you, Jesus. My point is, it wasn't, we put $100 in, what, what, 700, what, 800, what, no, we were just working. We're just doing us. We were seeking God, and all these things were being. Y'all quiet. Added. Not going for, added. Not reaching for, added. Look at your neighbor and say, let God add something to you. Woo! What you go for, he denies, because you should be going for him. And when you go for him, Y'all quiet. That's why Solomon said, give me wisdom. Don't give me nothing else. Just give me your spirit. He said, because you ask for wisdom, I'm going to give you the hate of your enemies. I'm going to give you riches because you wanted me. My question today is who wants God? I'm done. I'm not going to bless you to the degree that I tempt you. He told me this too. We Make God's enemies. Oh, we create God's enemies. He created good and evil on the same tree. Good and evil was on one tree. 
So did God and Satan plant it? No, God did. Yeah, the Bible says God created wicked for the day of evil. So y'all read your word and don't think I'm being heretic or whatever it is against God. Good and evil. Do not eat of the tree of what? Good and evil was on the same tree. Oh, the thing about it is every, he created everything for the human experience. You can play for the human experience. The stars in the sky. All of this stuff. Good, evil. Everything knows its place. Good and evil existed on the same tree with no war. The good apples wasn't fighting the bad oranges. They know their place. No warfare on the tree until somebody picked it. The human chose to make an enemy of God. If you love the world, you make yourselves an enemy of God because it makes you divert from what I said. If I said don't eat of the tree and you eat, now that is my enemy because it made you disobey me. Ooh, Satan was, Satan was walking with the sons of God. And God said, what are you doing here? Walking to and fro, seeking whom I may devour. Well, have you ever talked to Job? Man, I ain't messing with Job. You got God and Satan having a conversation? They not fighting. God knows Satan's role. And Satan knows his role. In the heavenlies, there's no warfare right now. There's only warfare in the human experience. You choose to make your boo an enemy of God. So you was the enemy because that gets the attention I need. That gets the attention I'm asking for. You make food your enemy. I don't know. Why do you desire anything more than me? That in and of itself is not an enemy of God. But when we partake of it against what he said, it becomes his enemy. Wow. Don't make any more enemies of God. Just choose his way. I'm doing things your way. He created money. He created, he created that. Well, prosperity. I think we created money, you know, and coins and currency because God's way was like the barter system. God's way is covenant. I fight for you, you cook for us. Y'all family can cook, we can fight. Y'all cook, we fight. Y'all grow vegetation, we, we, we prophesy, I don't know. That's God's way. Coins and tokens and money and whose, whose face is on the coin, all that came from man-made stuff. So don't let a man-made thing be your new focus in life. Don't do it. God made everything. Come out here, love, so I can just be quiet. Everything knows its place. Even in the beginning, y'all, he made darkness and light, but he didn't destroy darkness. He put light here, darkness there, called that day, called that night. Right? Now watch this. Darkness and night are not fighting. They know their place. But men love darkness rather than light. Because of their evil ways. Huh. 
So now darkness represents sin and evil and all things wicked because we want to hide like Adam. I don't want us, let, do the last scripture. I don't want your labor to be in vain. It says, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work. No, the last scripture, the last one. Anyway, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing this, that your labor will not be in vain. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.